Danger, Will Robinson, Part 1, God is Speaking. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Ezekiel 3.18 KJV To warn. According to Webster's, it means to put on guard, caution, admonish, counsel, to notify, especially in advance, inform, to order to go or keep away. Warning, also according to Webster's, is the act of warning, the state of being warned, something that warrants or serves to warn, serving as an alarm, a signal, summons, or admonition. If any of you watched the 1960s American television series Lost in Space or any of its various reboots, you remember Robot B9 and his catchphrase, Danger Will Robinson. This is what he would call out to warn of an impending threat. When you think about it, our everyday existence is filled with warnings. Thick darkening clouds and thunder are good indicators, warnings that rain is imminent. Red flashing lights and a lowering gate at a railroad crossing is a warning that a train is coming and to stay off the tracks. A growling dog with foam around his mouth should tell you that you should pass on the doggy treat and the belly rub. There are also signals to warn us when somebody doesn't like us or are untrustworthy. We call it their body language. In the Bible, God constantly warned the children of Israel concerning their continued disobedience and wickedness. He also sent warnings to the enemies of his people, stand down or else. And as you well know, even those that he chose to lead his people weren't off limits. He knew how to bring them low and get them back in line when they strayed from his directions. Jesus warned his disciples concerning the religious leaders, the devices of Satan, and even his pending death on the cross. We also see how, when these warnings were not heeded, death, destruction, and severe punishment often followed. But with all that being said, there are times we still ignore them, whether it's due to indifference or ignorance. God's reprimand is certain if you don't take heed. And as our anchor verse outlines, God also admonishes us that if we see our brother transgressing, we are required to speak up or else you too could be in danger of hellfire. In this part two series, we will outline the warnings that occur when the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And when God is warning you, you are headed for destruction. In Jeremiah 6, 10 through 13, we see an example of such a warning given by the Lord through his prophet, Jeremiah. Jeremiah 6, 10 through 13. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ear is uncircumcised and they cannot hearken. Behold, the word of the Lord is unto them a reproach. They have no delight in it. Therefore, I am full of fury of the Lord. I am weary with holding in. I will pour it out upon the children abroad and upon the assembly of young men together. For even the husband with the wife shall be taken, the age with him that is full of days, and their houses shall be turned unto others, with their fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand upon the inhabitants of the land, saith the Lord. For from the least of them, 
even unto the greatest of them. Everyone is given to covetousness, and from the prophet, even unto the priest, everyone dealeth falsely. Here the Lord is warning us through Jeremiah what will happen if you turn and ignore his instructions. The Lord outlines the state of the people that precipitated the warning that he has issued. The people are covetous and everyone is corrupt. Even those who are to stand as an example for the Lord to holiness, his priests and his prophets, the men of God. And despite the Lord having continuously given these people chance after chance to repent, they have grown more and more stiff-necked to the point where they take offense at the word of the Lord being spoken by Jeremiah, the word of warning. This should be speaking to us today about the state we are in at this time. In the Bible, there were two instances where God sent warnings, one to a king, the other to a pharaoh. Now, as we have previously outlined, there were a number of warnings from God that were played out in the Bible. But these two parallel in the way these stories played out. While the warnings themselves differed greatly, they ultimately led to the elevation of God's chosen because of their gifts of interpretation and their obedience when speaking what thus says the Lord. In the book of Daniel, chapter 5, God gave a very strong warning to the king of Belshazzar in the form of a physical manifestation that nobody could interpret the meaning thereof, reminiscent of the story about Joseph, where the Pharaoh had a dream and nobody could interpret it. Joseph was called in because word had come to Pharaoh by a man who met Joseph in prison and knew firsthand of Joseph's ability to interpret dreams because Joseph had done it for them. In the case of Belshazzar, the queen spoke of Daniel to the king when all his wise men, magicians, etc. had failed at the task of unfolding God's warning, saying she knew of a man who could interpret what he had witnessed. Again, as with Joseph, none of Pharaoh's special men could interpret his dreams. So Joseph was remembered. Let's go to Daniel 5, 1 through 31 and see how the warning of God unfolded there. Belshazzar the king made a great feast to a thousand of his lords, and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, whilst he tasted the wine, commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines, might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem, and the king and his princes, his wives and his concubines, drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand, and wrote over against the candlestick upon plaster of the wall of the king's palace, and the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed, and his thoughts troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosed, and his knees smote one against another. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing, and show me the interpretation thereof, shall be clothed with scarlet, and have a chain of gold about his neck, and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing, nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was King Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. 
Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house, and the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him. Whom the king Nebuchadnezzar thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences, and dissolving of thoughts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Bethelzar, now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought in before the king, and the king spake and said unto Daniel, Art thou that Daniel which art of the children of the captivity of Judah, whom the king my father brought out of Jewry? I have even heard of thee, and the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me that they should read this writing, and make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But they could not show the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of thee, that thou canst make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now if thou canst read the writing, and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet, and have a chain of gold about thy neck, and shalt be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, 